0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome to True Faith Podcast. I'm Alex Hurst with Michael Collins. Hello. We're on the way back, driving to Fall where Mickey lives. Um, after <laughs> the address as well <laughs> After um Newcastle's uh laboured victory over Nottingham Forest. Laboured but but very 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 welcome and much needed. Um nice to get a big a bit of revenge
2: Mickey was that what you were thinking um during the game? Yeah um I think it was quite apparent from the crowd from from the first minute. We were, we were constantly booing them booing them before they started. Um They just cheated. They cheated us out of three points the last time, so we needed to beat them. But just for that, disregarding the fact that we've gone back top of the league, we needed we needed to turn them over. To be honest, I would have liked it to have been a more comfortable victory and a bigger scoreline because I think they deserve it. Horrible, horrible set. They were.
1: I mean, I read on Twitter and say this because obviously we were at the game. But um, Montagne, the manager in the first half, waving yellow cards at the fourth official. Was he? Numerous. The dived regularly. You know the time when uh, you know the keeper was feigning an in injury. They're just they're
2: just a horrible set yeah. of bastards, aren't they? Yeah, like, number twenty-two was was cheating the whole game. He was diving, like pretending to be hurt constantly. I don't know who he is, but he's a he's a break.
1: big difference between that. Like Chef Wed, we didn't do a podcast after Chef Wed because uh got stuff on basically but um Chef Wed probably pushed the game to its boundaries They were dirty bastards but I reckon I reckon Chef Wed um like regulated that from what the Saw the ref would give. Yeah yeah like they kind did. of kind of I hate admitting it, because piss is off on Monday but very street smart. This lot though just just bastards really yeah. like just, just they didn't they didn't they they well they obviously didn't they uh, why is everyone on this left-hand lane here? We'll, we'll soon find out. But um <laughs> Um Yeah they didn't they didn't take in they didn't heed the fact that the like the referee was pretty good today. I mean he made he made some very uh, niggly decisions if you know what I mean where like he gave fouls and he was like, how am man?" But he wasn't standing for any shit. So it's good to see that they didn't learn their lesson because uh I'm really really pleased with Beat them and hopefully that's three points towards relegation.
2: Yeah, um. It was nice to see us react like we reacted well to what the ref was allowing this game, which is the, the opposite of what happened on um on Boxing Day. They they reacted to what the ref did and let let them be dirty and then they did it. And yeah, oh you have to let them you have to give them that like they played they played the game on, on Boxing Day well but because the ref allowed them to. Yeah. Whereas we've we've been the street smart team tonight and um yeah, I'd love to see them go down. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think they're that close so I, I
1: think we there were six points ahead. Tonight, I mean, if we beat Blackburn on Monday, which I hope we'll do, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll probably be all right. But rumour rumor has it that their manager was, um, close to the sack. I mean, listen, we're doing sort of forest too much. It wasn't a great performance again tonight, and, um, you know, we've, we've talked about it on the podcast before. that There is a clear template to beat Newcastle at home, and it's not just Shelby not playing because Shelby played in the Huddersfield. Uh, Wolves defeats and and um, Blackburn as well, but it's you know the the press is quite high up the pitch. But basically, the 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 crowd, the middle bit of the pitch, they don't give our midfield any time on the ball, and we were
2: really poor in the first half. Again, do you agree? Yeah, I thought we were shocking in the first half. Um, I think it's strange we don't seem to be using our wide players at all anymore. I know Richie's not been not been playing particularly well of late, Um, but we're never getting the ball wide. We're never getting the ball across. and we were, we were trying to force it through the middle which doesn't really work for us and then the, the start going long again up to Gale which is completely pointless um, without without Shelby's accuracy and putting the ball in behind and, and letting him catch it we don't really have that, that option so we need to start using the wide players better um, I was disappointed again by Richie and also by Atsu who Hasn't justified his inclusion in the team over the past few games. No, but
1: he, he came on on Monday and did better jobs than Gouffran. He did know, attacking wise. But you're right, and I I don't think it's any coincidence. I think when the press the 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 did the, the Sheffield Wednesday did it better than this lot tonight. But they the basically just press full fullbacks as soon as they get the ball, Paul or or any on Monday. So the wingers are they don't get a regular supply. Yeah. Um, and you're right. It doesn't. When you say playing through the middle doesn't really work for us, I, I agree to an extent. But I think the problem on Monday and the problem for the first half of the day is that we didn't play through the middle enough in terms of Hayden in particular and
2: Callback, who just consistently passed the ball sideways and backwards. Well, that's all that's all either of them could do. At callback. I was saying. I was talking to someone before the match today. and I likened him to uh, Scott Parker after he was good <laughs> for us. It, constantly passing sideways, constantly spinning around on the ball, looking for a sideways pass. Callback. This is probably going to sound a bit harsh, but I don't, for me, Corback doesn't have a position. He doesn't. He's not particularly good defensively. He's, t- he's too shit at tackling to be able to effectively shut down a game because he constantly gets booked and then yeah. uh, then has to drop out, like drop out of the game. And he's he just doesn't. you can't pick a pass. you can't pick. I think, a forward I think pass.
1: you're a little bit harsh. I think before he got injured, and people need to remember this. I've heard a lot of criticism uh, for Koback on Monday. And he was poor on Monday, but it was his first game in football in two months. Um, before he got injured, him and Shelby were the first choice too. Um, well, when we, when we won those ten games in a row, you know, I think the vast majority of them, uh, Shelby played, um, Callback played, and second half today, and then as time in the first half, I turned around to say si, I think I think Nottingham Forest had a free kick or played a long ball, and literally. Colback and Hayden were stood next to each other and that's your, that's your two midfielders and I just thought one of them has got to even if and I know this sounds like weird even if the manager hasn't said one of them's got to realise listen Jack go and stand 10, 10, 15, 20 yards in front of us and I was impressed in the second half and I'm, and I'm sure the manager said he was like you're going to have to make some forward passes to each other yeah. and I remember Hayden tried one and Colback tried one and neither of them on target and everyone kicked off <laughs> me and Cy si were like that, that is good at least that, at least they're trying it Because, yeah. and then I think if you see it for uh, which chance is it? We've just watched that. Basically, there's a time in the. Uh, anyway, there's a time in the. You'll see the highlights. There's a time in the second half when callback drives and plays the ball to Gale on the left hand side. I, th- I think he cuts back inside and in Diame and then Hayden has a shot which goes just wide. That, that's what you want. Colback should be. If, 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 if Hayden's behind, callback should be in front, driving and running with the ball. In the first half of the Monday, they just wouldn't run or move with the ball. I mean, yeah. you've got as a settlement midfielder. You've, you've got to take a little bit of responsibility, but our, even before the red card, I thought the second half performance was improved. Maybe not improved enough, and you were being lucky tonight by the idiocy of a Forest player. Um, but you know, much much better. I know you you were unhappy with the defending today.
2: The our defending of of the aerial balls was a, was a joke, quite frankly. There, there's a couple. A couple of headers from both Lasalle and Clark. They just bounced I'm straight I'm up off the head. Yeah, nice. um, bounced straight up off the head, and there was it was unchallenged headers. Which for a, a top level, probably Premier League centre halves next year, to not be able to head a, a free header back up the pitch is scandalous. For it to happen once is the. Is frustrating Happened twice It's really annoying and, and not really good enough for it. but for it to keep happening throughout the game is not acceptable and should should be worked should be highlighted by the manager left, and yeah. worked on. Still straight on. Yeah. Um worked on in training because it's schoolboy stuff, it really is, to to be missing headers. And then for their goal, about fifteen or twenty seconds before before the goal actually happened, the clock completely misjudged a header. Um missed the ball and it went it went straight over him and then exactly the same thing happens for the goal and it, it's just not good enough but that should be that should be a centre half bread and butter. Easy, easy headers, easy unchallenged headers against Bender who's rubbish. <laughs> I know he's a big lad but he's immobile and, and stupid. And <laughs> they, should, they should be able to step in front of him and win the header or or keep like keep him forced forward so he can't he, um he can't get his jump correct Uh, One thing I was pleased with about the defenders Which I wanted to bring up Was the way It was more LaSalle's than Clark. Was um, If we had the ball wide But fairly deep Sort of on the halfway line They were stepping forward and taking the Second half That was a clear instruction clear instruction Um, I know you've said before That Rafa wants to do that And obviously he's he's told them But at least I listened to him Because most of the season That's been Shelby getting the ball there When he should be 15 yards further forward Making the final pass Rather than the first Yeah Um, So I was pleased to see that it doesn't help. This Clark's passing his, his shit. But
1: at least I mean, he's trying this tonight
3: Yeah, and uh, like that's the thing.
1: And me and Cy' si, I told you this to, to walking away from the game. Me and Sa, si, if obviously no one Citron does in the match, but um, we, we end up just like having to be this one. Yeah, this one. Uh, we end up just having to be needlessly positive about stuff. Like because even if players <laughs> try things and it doesn't work, I'd much rather I'd much rather Hayden and Clark pass the ball forwards and it got intercepted and passed the ball sideways and backwards and went nowhere because m- m- yeah. Monday was just fucking dreadful I mean it really was Chef Wedd did a proper job and when, listen, Chef Wedd were good we, we can't win every game Chef Wed played well we should have played better the goal we conceded was shit um, you know, we probably could have on another day we could have won the game but what pissed us off most about Monday wasn't the result wasn't the referee or both annoyed us it was that no one tried anything and yeah. it was like Hayden especially and I, I hate to go on at, at Hayden 'cause callback was equally poor, but I'll say it again, he's been out for two months, straight down. Um but but he didn't it's, it's like he didn't uh, he didn't even try and um enforce the issue and, and try and influence the game in a positive way. And it was the same first half day but the improvement second half which probably forced the you know the um the yellow card you know what I mean the frustration from the forest players was that right You know, we're pushing them further and further back. Dwight Gale was getting on the ball even more, and they were starting to commit a lot of fouls, which happens when you try and play the game on the front foot. So that was really positive and well done to the players and the managers and stuff like that. And, you know, much, much happier. And on the defence, I agree with you. I mean, the last two games, that's two whole games we've given away, (coughs) disgraceful goals, really. I mean, it was a comedy of errors for the goal today. Losing the second ball after Darlow made the save uh, off a corner was another goal we conceded from a corner yet again. Uh, That was disappointing. On Monday, but overall today, apart from a couple of opportunities in the first half, Forest didn't really have any chances, did they? I mean, there they was, didn't, they were never no. going to win the game, but so that's much better already. Although Forest are a much worse team than Sheffield, uh, that's already a much better defensive display as a team.
2: And I thought, I don't know what you think, but I thought the army looked really good to centre midfield when it came on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he picked the ball up, and um, he's strong enough and fast enough to run with it, which the other two probably aren't. And they don't have that mentality either. Yeah. Um, the problem with the problem, and I'll give callback quite a bit of stick before but the problem for Coolback and Hayden in the middle together is that neither neither of them have got the forward impetus, so they're both trying on each other's toes and trying to do the same job, which is pointless. Yeah. Um And there's no outlet for them. There's no there's no sort of ball player that they can give the ball to and make something happen.
1: Yeah, I think. Um Perez was an interest one today, Diarmé had a poor game on Monday, Perez came back in and uh, a few people tweeted, I thought It might be just saying Perez, question mark, <laughs> which we understand, um, another really frustrating day, or oh, right. Right. Yeah, right, right. another really frustrating day, um, in respect of the fact first half especially,
2: he was muscled off the ball, he didn't do much but there was a... I don't think he touched the ball until 23 minutes by the way, I was watching. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I think he didn't touch it at all for 23 minutes. Which, if, it, if that's true, that's just like it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but there was a moment in the
1: second half where he picked the ball up on the byline, went past three players, and nearly played into our girl. it's like, yes, that's what you're capable of. That's what the manager sees in you. So at least it was a uh, the, the, the faintest of glimmers
2: yeah. of the player that we know is in there and can play well. There's obviously something there, and Raphael obviously sees something in him to bring him back in. Yeah. Um, 'cause he could have played Mitt Rich, although it doesn't really work for the system. He could have played Mitra Rich. You could have kept the armour in. Yeah. So he's obviously got some confidence in Perez, but he really does now need to stop showing it. Because if he's not if he's not cutting it in this league this year, he's not gonna be in the team next year, is he?
1: No, definitely not, but um you know apart from that Richie got, got his goal again, it was he's been out of form for a, a long time. Um but you know mm. he got his goal, bit bit lucky. But you've got to you've got to shoot the score. Yeah. Um, Hopefully he, that gives him the confidence to kick. Doesn't I thought second half he was better. I thought he was a bit unlucky. He got he got in behind. He put a great ball in the box. Do you remember when just no, none of the players went for it? They were all kicking off with them for the free kick. And my yeah. dad
2: as well turned to us and said, that's a terrible free kick. It was was great like, are you free joking?
1: Kick. It's gone straight across the six yard S- box. Sai said to me, we think Perez confused the team because when Richie put the ball down, Perez whispered loads of things in his ear. Like, unless he said to him, Matt put a fucking brilliant ball in the box. <laughs> we think he's probably, like the players have seen him tell Perez something and when Perez has run off the free kick, they're expecting him to play it to him, yeah. which is still bad from the, the team. But it was a bizarre moment. Um, it was a
2: bit baffling, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. But it was a uh, you know three much needed points. I mean, if we, if we take three points from Blackburn, which I'm confident we'll, that's six points from from three games. That's what two points a game. We're back now nine points ahead of third. Although Huddersfield and um, someone else, Sheffield Wednesday, both play them more. But even if they win, it'll only be seven points. But realistically, eight points with goal difference. So our position is still absolutely fantastic. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too con too concerned long term about the performances. I mean. I tried to tweet at half-time that Borough Borough won something like nine games in the last five minutes um, last season and you know very rarely won by more than one goal but I actually typed boot (laughs) so if anyone saw that tweet that's what it's supposed to mean and we haven't really won any games dead scrappy and today counts to an extent but the red card we are going to have to win a game With a goal in the 85th minute, that's what teams that get promoted normally do and I just feel the fan base and a lot of people who go to the match
2: expect far too much from a team trying to get promoted from this division. Yeah, but I don't want to have too much of a winch again, but our fans are stupid. (laughs) Many of them, yeah, not all of them. kicking off time after time after time for people misplacing passes.
1: Not even misplacing passes, like passing to our own players, people still kicking off. Don't
2: pass to him! Yeah, it drives me crackers, man.
1: But the atmosphere was better today, it
2: was certainly better than it was on Monday. It was, but on, on Monday it was great for the first 15 minutes. Yeah it was, realise yeah. realised that we were f- going to be fucking shit for the whole game. Yeah. But today, I think today people were up for it because it was Forrest and the <laughs> cunts and they cheated about with three points.
1: Yeah. Yes, and we got what power flag up, uh, me and you on the pitch before the game. Yeah, decent out on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was good. We
1: were standing <laughs> next to Carlo Carl uh, doing goalkeeper warm-ups and stuff like that. And uh got me his family, which was nice. Um, Bit of a malfunction with the flag in the third pool but it's a thought that counts
0: <laughs> um, they uh, seemed
1: delighted with her as well weren't they they were Yeah they the were really from. happy so that, that's the main thing. Um and I think I think that's just about does it we're back with a podcast for you on the way back from Blackburn, um which we're all going to on Monday and then well, well, I've bought tickets for Birmingham, but I can't
2: find anyone to go with us yet, Mickey. Have you? Yeah. I'm not coming. <laughs> Fuck that. It's only 20 quid, man. I'll drive. I fucking hate the Midlands. <laughs> and she'll have me have me Clems if I go to another right. Olympic.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got three Birmingham tickets if anyone needs one, even though they're on sale. Please um,
2: come and sit with us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we'll get back into the routine of the, the pre-match previews. Um well, there would be a preview, wouldn't it, being in pre-match? <laughs> and uh and the opposition fans, but you know, it's been Christmas, it's New Year, we've all got work and stuff, so the 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 number of podcasts has is reduced recently. I think that's it, Mickey. Anything else you want to say? Happy New Year. Yeah, happy new year to all true faith podcast listeners and everyone else. Uh and yeah, follow us at the usual place at TF Weekly Pod. And thanks to you absolutely fucking legends who've left a couple of more positive reviews and iTunes, I really Appreciative, some cracking some cracking comments as well. Anyone else wants to do that, it's appreciated. And for now, Newcastle are top of the league. We'll start 2017 on the top of the league. I don't know if this is true, but I'll say we started 2016 in the relegation zone. If we weren't, we were as good as in it, because we yeah, were shite. Be, yeah. And I know where I'd rather be. I'd rather be in the, in the top of the championship and fucking relegation zone under Steve McLaren. So it's not been a bad transition despite relegation. And uh, we're going to win the league, despite what the negativity